Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. June 3rd, 2003, and it is a slightly rainy day uh, in the city of Aurora, downtown, coming to you live as we do uh, from Gremlin Studios. Uh, Yeah, it's a very nice, very nice day. Uh, The weather is very um, rainy, but it's supposed to be more rain coming soon, coming very soon. Uh, When that'll happen, I don't know but it will be soon. It's supposed to rain all day, that's what they say. Um, but when that happens, you'll know, we'll all know, everybody will know because it'll be rain falling from the sky. Uh, so with that being said, the weather on Wednesday will also be rainy. <laughs> it's gonna be cool, I like it. I love, I love rain, I love rain. Um, but when that happens, we will all know. The time is now 8.21 a.m. Got started a little bit later today. Uh, We had to get some of the essentials, including coffee, other things like that. Um, But we've got some uh, stuff to talk to you about, let you know about what's going on in Aurora downtown today. Um, So today is carryout days. Uh, Carryout days is when all of the restaurants are able to open up and uh, have people you know, go get your eat on. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work with being locked down, but, uh, you know, it is carry out days. So stay tuned for that. Enjoy your restaurants. If you can maybe get DoorDash or or Grubhub, something like that. Um, you can also do a, um, do what I do and cook at home. Cooking at home is always fun. Uh, now, in addition to that, there's also virtual boss babes as well. That is today. So uh, stay tuned for that. All right. Uh, a couple things to talk about. First of all, I'm going to talk about this curfew. The city of Aurora has had a curfew uh, two days now, two days in a row. Uh, the first one was uh, it was Monday into Tuesday morning, and then we had uh, Tuesday into this morning, Wednesday morning. Uh, the curfew was from 6 o'clock p.m. No, excuse me, 8.30 p.m. to 6 a.m. Um, I don't know how I'm feeling about that. Will there be another one? 
Is there going to be a declaration today that there will be a curfew from 8.30 p.m. until 6 o'clock Thursday morning? Not sure. I don't know how I feel about it. I think I'm... I think I'm kind of like done with the curfews. Um, yesterday was Blackout Tuesday, a hashtag campaign on social media. Um, we uh, took part in that. We try to get the message out. Um, so we did take part in that uh, hashtag Blackout Tuesday. Uh, garnered a lot of support and went very uh, went very far. So we're glad to uh, glad that that happened. Now, also, I have to tell you something that I personally uh, wanted to bring up. Downtown Aurora is full of beautiful artwork right now at this very moment. Um, the stores were boarded up in uh, anticipation of looting. That actually did not happen. That's a very good thing. Looting and destruction of property that was predicted and foreseen, but it did not happen. Um, now, the uh, storefronts that were boarded up, they have been designed, painted, and just absolutely done well over. Um, so there's a lot of good artwork on a lot of the stores, Balderas, um, downtown on Broadway, a lot of good stuff, and on LaSalle Street, everywhere. They did a, they hit up a lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff. Um, so check that out if you can. Um, please do. It was a lot of fun. It was a very good thing to see. Uh, also, on this on this day, uh, give me a little bit of history. On this day in 2016, Muhammad Ali passed away sadly in Scottsdale, Arizona. Rest in peace, Muhammad Ali. Man. I remember when Muhammad, excuse me, when Muhammad Ali passed away. It was a very, very sad day. He was one of those people that we thought just would never, would never pass away. It was very sad. Uh, on this day, also in 1989, the iconic photo taken in Tiananmen Square of the individual in front of the line of tanks was taken. That was the pro-democracy protest, uh, again, in Tiananmen Square. The Chinese military crushed that protest, uh, which led to widespread concerns, uh, not just in the United States and the United Nations, but uh, around the world uh, as to what was seen as naked authoritarianism. Uh, it was staged by more than 100,000 people in Tiananmen Square, which is in Beijing, and it resulted in hundreds of deaths. Uh, that was a very poignant piece of history, and that's an image that still lasts and uh, has come to define uh, resistance in, in many ways, in many aspects. Uh, there's a, f I don't know, I, well, we did talk about that, actually. We did talk about that there was a fund that was being set up to help downtown businesses uh, in Aurora. If you go to the Aurora downtown Facebook page and check out their information, uh, the details, including forms, numbers, and other resources uh, can be found there. And that's very helpful. So make sure to do that. Now, uh, I had to take a sip of my coffee. Very necessary. Very necessary indeed. Um, now, as you guys know, we also 
do the COVID-19 data, but I've got an update that we're going to start doing today and it begins today. And it is called Wellness Wednesdays. We're going to be doing Wellness Wednesdays henceforward. And the, the purpose for Wellness Wednesdays will be to, to be to speak on, talk about, and highlight um, mental health, emotional health, and see if we can either break the ice, start breaking the ice, or at least have those discussions um, because there are a lot of things that are helpful and uplifting to begin your day with. And I think that we'll try to inject a little bit more of that uh, going forward. So today we're going to start Wellness Wednesdays. Uh, I know you're excited about that as well. And I hope you got your coffee. Hang on for the ride. Uh, we will be having our, well, our interview for today will be with uh, a blast from the past. It's not going to be a remix of an old interview. It's going to be a brand new interview with an old guest named Diesel. Uh, the time for that interview will be about 8.50 a.m. We'll be talking to Diesel, probably about 8.50, I think so. The time is now uh, 8.28 a.m. An Aurora business owner uh, defended her store on Galena, East Galena, uh, in quite the heroic fashion. After spending the day watching a peaceful protest from her metaphysical shop in downtown Aurora, Maria de Los Angeles was at home Sunday night when she had a, quote, horrible feeling, end quote, and helped, excuse me, and felt compelled to go back. When she returned to her business, Eye of the Angeles, along East Galena Boulevard, de Los Angeles found a broken window and crowds of young people damaging other businesses. I grabbed a baseball bat because I wanted to protect the store, she said. De Los Angeles and several others stood for hours in front of her store and adjacent shops doing the best they could to stop looters, who ultimately would do an estimated $3 million damage to Aurora businesses. Now, did you hear that figure? We're going to pause that real quick. $3 million in damage. Now, now let's, let's rewind. The incidents that we're talking about that caused all of that egregious damage started or rather took place on Sunday. And then it went all, you know, into the middle of the early wee hours of Monday morning. Three million dollars in damage from Sunday late afternoon into Monday morning. Absolute black eye for the city of Aurora. Um, but that is something that I really just that just bugs the hell out of me anyway. There were no adults here, she said. These were children. These were adolescents, just ranting and raving. De Los Angeles yelled at the mob, ordering them to stay away from her business. Quote, if they didn't see anyone standing here, and if they saw something shiny in there, I thought they would break the window even more, so I stood there, she said. As she yelled at them to stay away, some of the crowd started shouting back that she had insurance and didn't have to worry. She told them they were wrong. She had used all her savings to open the small store in August. Wonderful article written by uh, Mr. Robert Sanchez. Great, very well written. The rest of the article uh, you can find at the Daily Herald, but we'll post this article on our Facebook as well so uh, folks can check it out and give that a read. Um, man, that is just something. That's just something. She grabbed a bat to protect her own store. 
Tupac. The time is now 8.30 a.m. All right. As you know, we do, um, we do talk about, or rather uh, bring up and highlight the daily COVID-19 totals. We as, as a uh, society, country, and a city are not out of the woods when it comes to COVID-19, despite all of the nonsensical memes suggesting otherwise. Uh, there have been additional testing sites set up in the city of Aurora to handle and test cases of COVID-19. Uh, as of this moment, well, we give you guys the totals, as you guys know. Uh, as of this moment, there are 1,802,470 total cases of COVID-19 in the United States of America, with a sobering 105,157 total deaths, and that is 14,790 new cases and 761 new deaths compared to yesterday's data. The data is broken down on cdc.gov. Um, it is broken down by cases and deaths by state, county, by day, cases by age, cases by race and ethnicity, and cases um, by ethnicity and race. Um, excuse me, ethnicity and age, I'm sorry. Uh, and then there's also cases and deaths among healthcare personnel. Uh, and the figures are staggering, to say the absolute least. Um, boy, the, that 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 curfew though, that curfew kind of bugs me. Anyway, for uh, before we get into our interview, um, we are going to be uh, in regards to Wellness Wednesdays, which we are starting now. Um, we will be uh, reading from Northwestern medicine and missing milestones which is within uh emotional health um directly from northwestern medicine as you guys may recall well especially you fans who've been with us from the beginning our day ones out there shout out stand up if you're not in bed um if you've been with us from day one you know that we had the media relations specialist of northwestern medicine on our program for an interview, which also turned into a wine review, it was great. Um, she uh, gave us uh, Desiree Battaglia is her name, and uh, we had a great discussion on her role and what she does. And so we will be showing more love to Northwestern Medicine and taking some of our Wellness Wednesday uh, tips directly from there. It'll be strategies for coping. Uh, and looking out for others. And we'll get into that momentarily. The time is now 8.33 a.m. Um, if you go, so let's say you're on Galena, right? You're on Galena, and you go to Broadway, boom, and you're at Broadway and Galena, and, you know, that big building, they're gutting it, and they're tearing the inside out. They're going to make it... Um, uh, it's going to be like a luxury apartments or something like that. Uh, that building used to be a Walgreens way back in the day in like the 60s. Uh, it was a huge Walgreens, like, and all that was floors. That's back when, like, Walgreens was like Macy's. Um, but it's the building that says shoes on it, if you guys ever seen it. Anyway, um, 
at that corner, so if you're standing there and that building is on your left-hand side, at that corner right there, if you take a left inside of the block on your left-hand side, Cottonseed Creative Exchange is there. Um, there's a lot of good artwork on that strip. That's also where uh, that place Tavern is at, but they never opened up. So shout out to Tavern, but they never opened up. I'm not sure if they got vandalized. I hope they did not. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, there's a lot of good, a lot of good artwork over there. Uh, I really encourage you guys to see it. Uh, looks, looks very damn good. All right. So let's do it. Let's do it to it. Strategies for coping. Canceled prom. Wave parades for graduates. Postponed weddings. Baby showers through video conferencing. Feelings of joy and excitement are being replaced with disappointment and sadness as people grapple with missing major milestones due to COVID-19. How you've handled stressful situations in the past will largely determine your ability to cope. Quote, we are going through an unprecedented time. This could mean an unprecedented array of emotions altogether, end quote, says Danish A. Alam, MD, Medical Director of Behavioral Health Services at Northwestern Medicine, Central DuPage Hospital. By definition, the word cope means to deal effectively with something difficult. Stuart A. Shankman, Ph.D., Chief of Psychology at Northwestern, Medi excuse me, Northwestern Memorial Hospital, says... Quote, an individual's pre-existing coping skills and personality are going to play a huge role in how they deal with loss, end quote. Your past behaviors in response to stress are a good indication of how you will tolerate stress now. Quote, the experience of stress is normal, but how you deal with it is based on your life experience and how you have dealt with stress in the past. We're creatures of habit, explains Dr. Allen. Coping skills are applied every day, with or without conscious thought. You may turn to healthy behaviors like exercise or meditation. Others may opt for unhealthy behaviors, a notorious, a notorious example of which is alcohol abuse. Quote, loss is upsetting for a lot of people, but what can help is reframing the situation to cope with it. End quote, says Dr. Shankman. Reframing is part of cognitive behavioral therapy, which helps individuals focus and modify their thought patterns. For example... Instead of mourning the cancellation of a graduation or postponed wedding, try to acknowledge what the events represent. You can still focus on the things milestones were supposed to represent or commemorate, explains Dr. Shankman. For example, a graduation can signify the education you received and the next chapter of your life, much like a wedding can honor your love and new life together. And that's exactly what people are doing. As the world continues to navigate through these uncharted waters, people are finding more creative ways to celebrate. When faced with loss and stress, people have come up with something, excuse me, when faced with loss and stress, people have come up with creative alternatives like drive-by birthday parties, online happy hours. Those are fun. I took part in one. I mean, it was, it was drinking wine with my friends on Zoom. I mean, it was cool, though. It was really cool. Uh, and virtual weddings. 20 years from now, these events are going to be very memorable, says Dr. Shankman. Quote, I think after the restrictions get lifted and people are able to enjoy their milestones and have their parties, the events will feel even more special because of the weight and the contrast from such a stressful, upsetting time. 
Let's read that again. I think after the restrictions get lifted and people are able to enjoy their milestones and have their parties, the events will feel even more special because of the weight and the contrast from such a stressful and upsetting time. In the meantime, it's important to take care of your mental health, combat stress, and check in with loved ones often to help with feelings of loneliness or isolation. If necessary, get professional help. Quote, there are a number of resources, including telehealth, that take care of the barriers of getting care, says Dr. Allen. Self-help is great, but look for the vulnerable. It may not be enough. In addition to looking out for your own well-being, it's important to stay connected with others and make sure they're coping well, too. It's especially important for parents to mirror healthy behaviors for their children. Quote, children tend to mirror their parents' behaviors, says Dr. Allen. He recommends taking the time to help children understand and make sense of the new challenges. For young adults and teenagers who are supposed to enjoy milestones such as graduation or prom, it may be particularly difficult. Many may experience feelings of loneliness, sadness, anxiety, and frustration during this time. Acknowledging their feelings is a good first step. It's also important to have empathy and understand the loss and disappointment, especially if the events are permanently canceled. You know, I think Wednes I think uh, Wellness Wednesdays was a good idea. I really do. I like this. We're going to take a break real quick, and then we will be coming back talking to you before our um, awesome interview that we have with Diesel. But what we're going to be talking about with Diesel is going to be very um, interesting as well. We're going to be talking about um, we're going to be talking about oppression. We're going to be talking about those uh, uh, those social the, the uh, uprooting of social norms and uh, the history of the city of Aurora. When it comes to policing uh, and, you know, things like that, because in this time that we're living in with the issues that we've been having, uh, it will be very interesting to hear um, what the city of Aurora has been like, you know, in the past. So, you know, it's going to be a good discussion. So, you know, we'll stay stay tuned for that here on Good Morning Aurora.
right. We back. We back like Action Jackson. Dunking on John Paxton. What? We are back. Good morning, Aurora. It is 8.46 a.m. on June 3rd, 2020. Coming to you from downtown Aurora Gremlin Studios in the house. Baby! Wellness Wednesdays. That's the thing now. That's the thing. If you're just tuning in with us, uh, we have uh, read from Missing Milestones from Northwestern Medicine, uh, Emotional Health, Healthy Tips on their Health Beat page. Uh, Good stuff. Very good stuff. Wellness Wednesdays. Every single Wednesday, we will try to shine the light on, give some shout outs to or uplift and drop off to you, our listeners, and ourselves as a staff here at Good Morning Aurora, some uh, ways to kill anxiety and boost our overall positivity on Wednesdays, Wellness Wednesdays, get the hashtag with all that. So putting that uh, article, we're going to put that article on our Facebook page for you guys to see with the hashtag Wellness Wednesday, so check that out, give that a read, uh, and see what you think about it. At 8.50 a.m., we will be talking to Diesel. He came back for part two to Good Morning Aurora. So shout out to the boy Diesel. He'll be on at 8.50 a.m. It's still 69 degrees outside. I don't know if it's raining right now. Uh, It was kind of drizzly when I got in here. But then the sun was kind of coming out. It was doing that schizophrenic thing where it's beautiful sunshine, bird chirpy. Right, like on one side of the sky, and then it's like Iron Maiden looking sky on the other. Like when you look somewhere else, shout out to Iron Maiden, I'm a fan, anyway. Um, so we talked about we told you today, uh, the that today in history was the, is the anniversary of the Tiananmen Square uprising in Beijing, China. Uh, widely regarded by many as uh, one of the most egregious uh, examples of authoritarianism ever witnessed by human eyes. On a smaller scale, you know the city of Aurora. We we talked about this in the early in the in the early half, but the city of Aurora has had a curfew now for two days, and haven't seen it yet. It hasn't come across. You know, I ain't seen it on the city's website or nothing. But is there gonna be a another day of curfew? Like, are they gonna come out and say starting eight thirty p.m. tonight? to 6 o'clock, which would be Thursday morning. It's a curfew. I don't know. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, no. This is from yesterday. Damn. (laughs) Psych. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not extension. I hope it doesn't happen. But yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's just absolutely nutty. Anyway, we're going to be talking to Diesel. Um, uh, Diesel and I had a conversation, and it was one of the things that I had brought up um, as a person of color. I had brought up and said to myself, I said, you know, I don't even remember the 
you know, unless I know correctly, like the city of Aurora hasn't had, you know, the city of Aurora, you know, has Aurora had a Ferguson incident? I don't think so. So there was a there was a slight part of me that thought maybe Aurora didn't deserve to have large protests uh, against Gestapo-like tactics that the police obviously have been using for decades on people. But uh, I don't know. I really didn't know the history of Aurora and its police and its law enforcement. So with with, with that being said, let's see if Diesel's around. Diesel. You there? I'm here, baby. You got me? I'm here. All right. I'm Herbert. here. Hey, how's it going? It's going, baby. It's good morning. I heard you say uh, Treadwell Coffee. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, but the studio, Gremlin. Yes. You're working out of the studio now. That's Those are good people. It's good to hear. Yes. Word up, man. Word up. So, Shout out to Gremlin. Shout out to Nick, the engineer behind the boards. Doobie doobie right doobie doobie doobie. Oh. Anyway, good morning, brother. Good to have you back on the show, man. Good to have you back on Thank the show. Thank you. Yep, no doubt. No doubt. Um, you and I were, man, we were in it the other day. We were in it. Yeah, I thought we were going to talk about motorcycles today, Curtis, but I guess it's going to get a little more serious. So. <laughs> yeah, boy, you know we weren't <laughs> talking about them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. Word up. The, the curfew, that is a, uh, no one likes the curfew, Curtis. Man, not feeling no it, dog. It. Not feeling it. We live it. in a city. We live in a city where we were so proud just two or three years ago that people were walking around in the middle of the night right. seeing downtown and exploring downtown. Right. And to now say, hey, you can't go down there. We had a trolley service and all that. Right. Yeah, we just came out of the whole COVID. We didn't come out of the COVID thing. Who are we kidding? We still can't get uh, can't get good food in Sunset some of the uh, restaurants. So we haven't even come out of that. And then we've got this. No one likes it. And it, it's not a curfew for the people of Aurora. You know, at the end of the day, this this is our community, and, and it's shitty. But, you know, the people in charge of this town, um, you got to kind of put some faith in them. It's a nice town. Look how far we've come in the last five, ten years. And, right. you know, I, you were talking about um, the police brutality issue and, and Curtis let me explain that I don't speak for well hold on let's 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 put some let's put some context behind yeah, it for I, those just to just tuning in this is this uh, the conversation that we were having uh, is because <clears throat> when we were talking uh, you know the the protests are against police discrimination egregious George Floyd incident and I was wondering you know has Aurora had a Ferguson type Instant. I have no doubt that you know the the police will probably slam some brothers to the ground, um, and I myself have been you know unfairly uh, done at by the police. Nothing to really speak about in any kind of manner that's serious, though. You know, I mean, this, I'd be faking the funk if I did that. But I thought like maybe the police didn't even deserve. Like, did Aurora even deserve? No. All nice. like the the craziness. So. Yeah, if there's a town, okay, that's more open and, and, and I'm, I'm saying this from my position, Curtis, you right. have to understand white guy, Catholic school, born and raised in Aurora, dad was a fireman, we've talked about this, okay? Right. So my background is indeed different than yours, right. okay, and than a lot of people in this town. But, you know, we got Richard in charge of the town, 
We've got a mixed police force. You don't hear about it. And I'm right. not saying it doesn't happen, and I'm not saying that, you know, there's not those people, but Aurora cops, they don't want to put their hands on people. Right. They're good at it. If it has to happen, they're pretty good at it. Right. Okay? <laughs> right. clear over the years. <laughs> but it's never an intention. You don't see that here. Right. You might have seen that here in the 60s and 70s. But, you know, the people in this town, the, the cops went to school with the other guys, and they know. And right. Now, we were going to talk about nice the 60s and place. 70s, though, too. You were going to tell us about that. But um, but keep going, though, because well, you, you are correct. Because I feel no, I feel what you're saying, though, because I, and we talked about this, bro. Like, yeah, I don't look at the Aurora PD as the Chicago PD at all. The Chicago PD, the Chicago, P, the Chicago PD and other PDs around the country are are pushing like brown shirts level. Um, I don't think that about the Aurora PD. They, you know, shout out, wear it up. And I don't think that anyone that has any interaction even feels that way. Right. Even the, well, even some of the thuggier people yeah. still have a decent rapport while they're getting arrested. <laughs> you know. Right. So, it, but Curtis, that doesn't that doesn't negate what's happening around the country. Certainly not. Okay, Certainly let's not. Let's keep it tight to Aurora. Certainly not. Yep. I. I I don't like the. I, I want to see our city onboarded, Curtis. I mean, we're going to keep on topic, but you know. No, yeah, no. I want to. I want to talk about the curfew. Yeah, so we got time for the curfew. The curfew is it. It's coming through the COVID thing. Okay. Everyone took their own approach to it. Am right. I going to wear a mask? Am I not? Am I going to stay home? Am I not? Am I going to? keep my circle small am i gonna just risk it because i'm i'm wildly in love with this person and do these things or you know what makes a person decide that they don't want to follow that rule okay this is different this is the city and the state governments getting together and saying hey we're shutting this down and then the question becomes well if you could shut it down now why didn't you shut it down originally the answer to that's a simple one. I don't think that anybody in the world has a problem with a peaceful protest. Right. I think a true meeting at City Hall and a, and a, and a prayers, and if people want to hold signs and shout ugly things at people, that's even okay. That's part of what's going on. The people that turned this bad were not from Aurora. The business, Curtis, I don't know for a fact, but I was out there helping people out that morning, and I walked around this town. Every... Gosh darn business that got hit. I was about to say, man, this a family, this business. a family, this a family show, man. You gotta watch it. Businesses, whether they be black or Hispanic or Hungarian or wherever these people lived prior to here, their grandparents lived. These were the people that they were protecting or, or trying to lift up with the protests. These were not Aurora people. They broke into a bank that's not even a bank. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was allowed to happen by Aurora people. And this is where this is going to turn really uncommon. Okay? When the police said it's time to go home, or when you saw that things started to turn ugly, you had an obligation to leave, in my personal opinion. If you're another guy walking around in a camera and, and playing Dan Rather, you're not helping the situation. You weren't helping the police police their situation. Okay? So pro- come out to protest, you know, the mayor and the police chief supported everything. They did everything. They let people come. They let people march. But when the people from Aurora 
that were there to do their good and support the community and support the black community didn't leave when they saw that it was turning ugly. They were only contributing to the problem. I, 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 you know what? As a, as a veteran and as a person who has to be responsible for security sometimes, besides your feelings, I 100% agree with that statement. It would have made it much easier for the police to do their job. We're going to get some damage, Curtis. Three million, three million dollars in that little stretch. Crazy. I understand that. That's a lot of money, and that's a lot of people's money. Right. It's not Walmart's money, and I'm not talking about Walmart. It could be Target. It could be Whole Foods. It's not a a corporation's money. Those are people. You know the people. Right. How many of those businesses have you been in? How many of those people have you smoked a cigarette with outside? I don't smoke cigarettes. None of those folks came in. You know, that's their dream. And to... The folks over at Crystal House, the folks over at Cottonseed, the folks over at her, these, go to the police station, hold up a bunch of signs, go do a protest. I'm not advocating it, okay? If you want to spray paint on a cop car, go ahead, okay? Don't walk through downtown and do this to the town. And then don't stand there as citizens of Aurora and take videos when you should be holding hands in front of the freaking city hall. Right. The police would have had a much better job of doing their job, would have had less damage if the people, that the do-gooders, would have done good and not thought they were not contributing to the problem. So everything that happened from the time that the, that the protest was organized, or loosely organized, I don't know if there was a, a Chicago or nationwide Aurora handshake on how they were going to run this, okay? It was just, but, no, it was just miscellaneous Snapchat and Instagram-ism. That's so, all it was. If you have, all right, here we go. It's going to happen, Curtis. I this is a family show. Understand. I don't understand the civil rights movement like I should, okay? Right. I got my few snippets in history, and I know you're supposed to be nice to other folks. Right. The reason that these organizations were able to succeed, your civil rights movement, all this other stuff, was because you had good organizers. Okay? You had good organizers. When you had a guy like Dr. King and all these other folks, they were organizers. They were able to say, this is how this is going to work. I have your best interests at heart. I have our best interests at heart. Here's how we're going to do this. We're going to write a letter. We're going to go here. We're all going to show up here. We're going to demonstrate peace. We're going to do all these things. The protest movements need to police themselves better. I agree. I don't have a problem with people protesting. I don't have a problem with things getting ugly. There's a lot of emotion here. Right. But the protest groups need to... A couple of years ago, we went. Through, we had our first pride parade. Okay, it came down and worked security that pride parade, not necessarily as a supporter or this supporter of the cause, but because I don't want to live in a city where it's not allowed. Right. Does it make sense? Yeah, of course it I does. Left this town you gotta be the. You gotta be the change that you want to see. Right. So I just don't want to let a bunch of bigots in the town. Not at all. Period. And if you are, show up. Okay. Don't spray paint something on somebody's building or, or uh, 
break a window out of somebody's family business. If you're truly that much of an asshole and you just don't like people based on the color of their skin, then go write a letter to your congressman and go call the police department and say we're going to get our horses and our other asshole stuff and we're going to come out and we're going to upset people and be angry for a couple hours and then we're going to go home. All right? Uh, you clean up after the horses. But don't come in thinking that you're some punk kid from someplace or that you or three of your friends have the right to, A, make a statement for an entire group of people. Right. Hell, I'm not even speaking for my peers, let alone my whole uh, a group. Um, the town needs to turn back quickly. Okay? The, the artwork that was done downtown is gorgeous. Um, but we need to fix that. We need to lift the curfew. We need to have people working 24 hours a day to get downtown looking beautiful again. And then we can address the issue as a separate issue. Well, we, we do. Have two separate issues. Yeah. Okay. We can't be. I saw some graffiti. It said open for business, not open for rent, or something to that effect. Lease, rent, whatever they had said. Um, meaning this is our city and we need to take it back. Oh, I, I know so which one you're talking about. I saw that exact. Uh, yeah, it says uh, yeah. that slogan. That was powerful. We need to take it back. I that was that was that was powerful as hell. That was a genius man. That, I love that slogan. I think we'll, we're going to post that one today too. All right, let's take the plywood that, that was donated by Home Depot. Okay, a lot of folks don't know where that came from. The guys over at Home Depot had made that donation, and they're working with the city a little bit. Shout out to Home Depot, um, baby. Take that, um, make some sculpture out of it, make some public art out of it, but don't let that that go in the dumpster now. Right. Okay? We need to get the normalcy back. We need to have some memorial back. I get it. Nothing, no no twisted Picasso is ever going to be the Twin Towers, okay? But that I think we could use a monument, and it's not a monument to what happened. It's a monument to the city of Aurora's strength and community which is the point right however we've turned this into an aurora strong movement and worked it away from the original issue that caused the protest well no hold on let me stop you right there we didn't okay. we didn't turn anything i think this is just the natural permutation of the whole thing okay okay you know i think it's i we're just watching it we're, I mean, it's like, you know, we're just watching this moth just turn into a butterfly. Hopefully, it'll turn into a butterfly. You know, I that's what I, yeah, I think it's, right. I think it's its own entity. It's its own thing. Curtis, I saw something downtown uh, while all this was going on. I saw a lot of volunteers. I saw a lot of uh, people that came down to help. I saw some people that came to look and take pictures, and I saw a few people that came down just to kind of Right. You know? <clears throat> what I had seen, Curtis, and uh, give me a second here. I had seen a couple of the local homeless folks, okay? That you see on the corners every day. And they were, um, you know, they're the guy that hits you up for change. He's got the sign, you know, this and that. guy you go buy liquor. These guys had gone to the McDonald's bought cheeseburgers to distribute to everyone in town. Okay? Right. That's the town that we live in. 
when the bums come out to support the workers, you know you're in a good place. So that message is already clear. So let's work on the original message. You know, another thing that I that, that dawned on me was that, uh, and this and this is very sad too. Uh, the time is now nine oh six a.m. Um, this is very sad too. You know, it wasn't that long ago when we had the tragedy of the Henry Pratt shooting. We went from being a united community with our law enforcement to the to the the ugliness that we saw to the ugliness that we saw in that spasm of hooliganism that I think you know and we got and we got this curfew the curfew takes a lesser the curfew is lesser than that and it's so sad it's like what or WTF happened? You know, like right. th- that's that's sad, yo. That's sad. That's sad as hell because the and, and you know, like it's just sad, yo. It's just terrible. Like man, we were and we went from Henry Pratt to that. Like, come on, man, we're losing. That shit is that's a really interesting perspective, Curtis. I think that so many of us didn't realize until you just brought that up how quickly that tide has changed. Right. Um, I mean, look at it now, you know? But I don't think that it's changed in Aurora. No, I, again, I, I, well, I, I don't think it's, it's, it ain't, it ain't baked into the fibers, that's for sure. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that at all. It's not, no. Let me ask you a really, let, let's have that uncomfortable conversation, Curtis. We, we Come on, baby. I thought you knew. That's what we do. <laughs> Drop it off. You had, one of our first meetings had been um, about how you had been questioned by one of the cops at the train station. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And I sat and I sat there and I said, um, I was pretty dismissive. You actually just downright rude. You know, you're wearing a suit. This, that, and the other thing. Care this guy's doing his job. And this and that. And I think that might have been one of the things that kind of established we are and why we're friends. Right. Um, I would assume that you've been through downtown a lot and you might have been hassled by the cops. All right. You probably hassled from the cops for being a black guy walking around downtown. Okay. It's actually only happened. It's ever happened twice with the same cop. Not in Aurora. Not in Aurora. Yeah. Not in Aurora. Aurora. Not in Aurora. And no. once, once something's been said the first time somebody's driving down, oh, that's Curtis, and it's done. That's the sense of community that we have with our police. Okay. Did I? Am I saying that right? I think this is coming out a lot different than Ohio. No. Come out no, 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 no. It does come out right because what you're talking about is that we're talking about familiarity. Familiarity, and, and we're talking about. Getting to know your neighbors, understanding, getting getting to know your neighbors, understanding who they are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. But and even the guys that may or may not be in trouble sometimes in this town for the last twenty or thirty years, as long as they're not actively doing anything to be in trouble, the cops are usually talking to them on the corner. Yeah, that's why. Um. Yeah, like like I mentioned too, like the. I think it's insulting for anyone to think that we have a racist police force. Well. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Please. 
I don't think it should be insulting for anyone like I don't think it should be insulting to know that other citizens may feel that the police are racist. I think that's kind of, you know I, I don't think it should, I don't think one should be that invested into what is obviously somebody else's feeling. Okay. You, you know. I, I get that. Yeah. Like but Let me rephrase that. If you were if you were going to target cities around even Illinois that had racist prone police forces or let's let's not even call it racist, let's just call it more issues of police brutality. Right. Or rates, you know, in any case, um, I just don't think Aurora should have been that target. No, I I Aurora would have been far on the list. I I so wouldn't would even I might better, have even Aurora wouldn't even would be Aurora wouldn't program? even be in the top five. If I had to list five Illinois towns or cities, Aurora wouldn't even be in the top five. Well, let's hope that we don't get it in the top thousand. Right. Because I don't think anyone wants us to be there. No, we're not there. We're not there. We're not there. We are not there. Uh, you and I actually know some of the same individuals, including police officers. And we know, right. and we know, you know, we know we're not there. We know we're not there. Right. This, that's Aurora, so, Aurora has, Aurora in no way, shape, or form would, is, is that kind of town. Aurora is not Ferguson. Its police force is not uh, Ferguson status. The town isn't running like Ferguson was running. I think we're 67% of all of its uh, revenue collected is from janky traffic stops leading up to ticketing, you know. Um, right. Yeah, no, none of that. But um, I do want to move into, the time is now 9, 12 a.m. What's the Who is Edward Beal? Remember that? Hello? Hello? Yo, Diesel, you there? Hang on, Curtis. I was about to say, <laughs> I was about to say, no, like, no, damn. No, 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 Well, let's do this. We'll chop it. We'll chop it off because I do have something else to bring up with you and talk to you about. And we we can, we can talk about another uncomfortable situation, Curtis. I don't, you know. Well, we uh we we don't we don't have much time left. We don't have much time left. But um, uh, we don't have much time left. So we can actually you and I will pick that up offline. Um, but you know, with the uh, so besides the. Uh, curfew that we were just talking about. Um, did you notice that the um, I think what street is that? I can't think of what street that is. The street that's right. So they burned down Family Dollar, which is New York Street, and I think Route. Yeah. Yeah, that's Route. Yeah, so the old Aurora Central uh, High School is on Route Street. So that was that was an AMP when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It had become, uh, it was a Danino's is the neighborhood, got more Spanish folks in, more Spanish-speaking folks, mm-hmm. okay, let me make that very clear, uh, 
they started to cater more to that and great and then when you go to this is one of the neat things about Aurora is that the everything kind of follows its own thing and it, it it's still a very welcome community but if you've got a lot of Spanish speaking folks you should probably have Spanish spelling on the labels of the food or in Spanish names right you know, it kind of makes sense and then it's been a few other things over the years now but Guerrero in the family do- what, what, the, what those people do to you who me not, not, not Curtis not you wasn't what I meant. Oh, I meant, I'm about to say, like, I wasn't even going there. I was, I was going to talk about something else. Didn't mean that the way that came out at all. Yeah. What was... did those people do <laughs> who have been nothing but good to the community for all these years do to deserve to have that place burned down, to have their family business and restaurant destroyed? Just absolutely. Family dollar, and, and okay, what was the loss there? They'll be easy to total up. Um, People, yes, they, they messed up an entire town. People from out of town came in and messed up everything. I hear you mention out of town a lot. Because the people from this town allowed this to happen. Okay, I think a lot of do-gooding people allowed this to happen. But they didn't do it. Um... Are you you are you familiar with the worst kitchen? I'm very familiar with the worst kitchen. Very familiar with the worst kitchen. Um, that place, I love it. Actually, um, how could you not? It is a awesome place, and a friend of mine uh, was updating me on the history of worst kitchen, and they've been a staple in this town. Um. And in regards to staples, what do you think is more of an Aurora staple? Worst Kitchen or um, Banana Split? I remember the day Banana Split opened. Uh, lived down the street and used to go to Garfield Park, and that's kind of where we grew up as, as kids. Um, here, here's the issue, 100% the issue at hand, okay? If you talk to somebody who's in their 30s, they might have never heard of the Worst Kitchen, but they know Banana Split. Uh huh. Right. But I didn't realize this until recently that us, those of us from Pigeon Hill, have banana split. But there's the the Dairy Delight over there. If you're from that neighborhood by East High, and West Aurora's got their Dairy Queen, so everybody's got their own place that is iconic. Right. I grew up. I grew up in. I came from an Eastern European family. Uh, that so we ate at the worst kitchen that was a place that we went that was the food that we ate right um a lot of people didn't ever experience that they might have had a slim jim or a bratwurst at a birthday party but they certainly don't know what tripen is or a lot of those other homemade things um so some people will see the worst kitchen at a festival a, a food truck or downtown or at the food market i hope to see them there this uh this spring um Spring passed. But, Curtis, this summer then. Oh. All right, we can do it today if you want. Let's go over and grab a bar. I wouldn't try to break um, balls. I was just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> just but in any case. Had me checking, like, oh, wait, yeah. To some other people, yeah, they're just those folks from the festival. Right. And they don't truly understand that. 
Uh, I don't know if they've supported baseball teams. I've never gotten a door-to-door solicitation from the Worst Kitchen. But, uh, yeah, Banana Split's great. I mean, it is. It's a thing. And, and people's – I will walk into Banana Split now and see the children of people that worked at Banana Split when I was in high school. See? Now that goes back to what we were just talking about, familiarity. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all mm-hmm. about, connection. Familiarity, connection – Beautiful thing. When your neighbors are your um, store owners, when your store owners are your volunteer team, when your public art team is your, you know. I don't think that there's a business owner in town or a person in town. And, And I need to stop saying in town because I spend a lot of my life in downtown Aurora. I'm really excited about it, really excited about everything. It is a big town, okay? But if you walk through downtown, you see people that own businesses, you see people that own hundreds of buildings, all right, or pieces of property throughout the country, very successful people sitting down at the cafe, talking to the, the folks at the cafe, regardless of race, color, or creed. And it's a familiar town. You know, Richard... Richard Irving, Mayor Richard Irving, you can see that guy. Right. You know, you can see him when he's having his coffee and talking to him. Sometimes he's busy, but there's always a wave and a smile. Right. He'll listen to you later, you know, or tell you how to get a hold of somebody, or better yet, advise you to one of the people that's better suited to that individual department. Right. Okay? But we have accessibility. We have familiarity. You know, a lot of the mayors that we've had in the past, do you even know what they look like? I do. I saw, I saw him in a book. But I mean, you didn't necessarily recognize him in the grocery store. Like, like we carry the presence or the police chiefs. We've always had an accessible police force, but it's so easy to walk up to Christine Zeman in the store and express your concerns. Right. You know, where you just didn't have that before. So I think that we're familiarity. You know, you don't necessarily, I saw a guy at the Treadwell coffee the other day that helped out with the, uh, unloading of the plywood. I'd seen that kid before. I talked to him at Treadwell, and I still don't know his name as I walked away, but it didn't matter. He was still just another person from town. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the time is now 9.20 a.m., and we are going to wrap it up for this day. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to Good Morning Aurora. I want to thank our guest, Diesel, for coming back to the show, hollering at us and chopping it up with his brothers. Um, and we want to thank all of you out there for being who you are and, uh, you know, sticking with us. Thank you for listening in and liking the show. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple or Spotify or Breaker or um, the one that starts with an O, Overcast. Um, That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Word up. Ding, ding, overcast. Um, yeah, so we appreciate all of you guys, and we hope that you have a very great day today. Wellness Wednesday. Let's make sure that we keep our uh, emotional and mental health uh, in mind and have the best day we could possibly have. <laughs>